Your favorite podcast begins in. Five. Four. Three. Two. Welcome back, Nerds and Nerdettes, to my favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. And I'm damn sure it's your favorite podcast, too. Much, Much Ado, Ado About, about Nerding. Nerding. Our brothers and Nerdcasts discuss everything from harrowing holidays to menacing metalheads. But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies. And as always, by my side is my sensational sidekick, that girl wonder herself, the Loki, to my Thor, my little sister Sally. What's up, guys? And that'll make more sense when you start talking about <laughs> shit. But so, Sal, what are we talking about this like, week? That didn't sound very spooky. <laughs> uh, so, for those of you who have been listening for the past few weeks, we've been talking about. Oh, thank you. The ritual. The ritual. This is our first Nerdnick book club for the horror spooky season. So yes. hopefully you guys read it because we're gonna go over the book and the movie. Yep, we're gonna go over both uh, differences, what we like from each, um, and. Yeah, I guess that that kind of any business you want to attend to is there any anything there? No. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Speak now forever. Hold your peace. No. Yeah. We finally got rid of a shirt. Yay! <laughs> I still I gotta send it out though. So there. It's on fam. its kind of way. It's. We yeah. know it's happening. It's pulled. There it's out go. of the box. It just needs to make its way to the post office. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So there you go. We're so and if you guys would like a free shirt, just post your favorite episode. Or the most recent episode on your social media, tag us in it. Mo- mostly Instagram. We don't have the Facebooks, but or if you just like take us or the X, yeah, no. I mean, we have one, but it's not. And we never did threads. No. Does anybody do threads? Let us know what threads is all about. Hmm. I don't know. It's just Instagram, Twitter, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Mm. So, so yeah. So yeah. just do that. And you got a free shirt. I got to do is just give me your address because easy peasy or a post office. Oh, post office box. P.O. box. New York City, New York State, 101. Oh, wait. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sticks to glue. So, uh, so, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the... So do you want to go over the book first and then the movie? Yeah, sure. Okay, so we can do the book first. Um, Heavy and, spoiler alerts. Yes, yeah, spoiler alert. If you have not seen the movie The Ritual uh, for 2017 or if you have not read the book by Adam Neville, mm-hmm. um, I would recommend both. Yeah. Highly recommend both of these media sources yeah and i mean if you listen to books if you read the books uh i listened to the book in two days Mm -hmm. um i just listened to it while i was at work so it's a very short ish read short ish listen yeah i think it's nine hours something like to listen to it i could look it up on my phone real quick but yeah no it's it's uh it's super good um but i will say that it is uh not vastly different but the theme maybe not the theme maybe that's going a little too far there's some pretty big differences from Very the, big differences. and I am not saying they're better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just different because, like mm-hmm. I said, I love the hell out of the book and the movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. good on both ends. Yes, good on both. Ends. Good on both ends. That's what. Yep. 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 There it is. There it is. Aye. So, uh, so Sal, so what did you g- give me some points from the book? What did you? Uh, so the biggest difference that I noticed between the book and the movie is the movie had the fifth friend, yes, right, and the book only had the four friends. Uh, the fifth friend mm-hmm. that creates this big rift between all of these friends from college. The book didn't have any of that. I was waiting 
I was waiting I was for actually them to too. mention that, yeah. right? And it never, never happened. It was just a, they grew apart after college and they're all unhappy with their current lives right now, basically. Yes. Except yes. for Hutch. Hutch seemed like he was. Well, crazy. Hutch was unhappy, but then I think he realized he was like, well, no, I don't like answering to anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am. So, so basically what we're talking about is you have the four friends and their names are. Dom, Phil, Luke. Luke and Hutch. Luke and Hutch. Hutch is our main character, basically. Um, no, no, character. Luke is our main character. Hutch is the leader of the pack. Mm-hmm. He's the one that kind of brings everybody together. He, When shit goes wrong, because shit always goes wrong in the woods, he's the one who kind of takes charge, uh, again, for better or for worse. And, um, and I mean, having our military discussion earlier, making a decision is better than not making yes. a decision. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't say, did he make the right decisions? No. Commit. But um, but if you hesitate in that moment, you might not have another moment to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like if you if you make a if you make a choice and it, and it's the wrong one, well, hopefully it wasn't wrong enough that you could still correct that wrong choice. Right, 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 right. Type right. Thing. That's that's kind of where I'm getting at. Yeah. So these these four guys, um, at least in the book, very unhappy with where they are. Luke has a dead end job at a record store. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil and Dom are unhappily married. And, very unhappily married. Um, they their career choices are just not going the way that they well, want. Well, I think Phil 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 was getting a divorce. I mm-hmm. want to say he was getting a divorce, and she only married him for his money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And then he lost all of his money because his job did not work out the way yeah. he wanted it to. And Hutch had recently just gotten married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like I said, I was just waiting for them to drop that fifth friend, where that Rob. traumatic incident happened mm-hmm. in the gas station or convenience store, whatever they call it. Um. So that was a big difference for me that yeah. I, I noticed almost immediately. Uh, another big difference, and I was talking to Shalina about this a little bit, was the difference in tone, I guess. I don't know if it's necessarily tone, but the way I perceived it. So I feel like the movie was very centered around the humanity of it. Like, what would I do in that situation? Am I going to shit on Luke for not helping his friend? What Mm -hmm. would I do in that situation? I don't know if I would go out and hit him with a bottle or anything, right? So that causes the big rift in the boys in in the movie. And in the book, I feel like it's more centered in the Norse mythology and like the ritual aspect of it to me. I think the the movie was more about the characters rather than the Norse mythology and and the ritual aspect. And see, to me, it's it's the complete opposite. Because when you, because when you, and not completely, I'm not completely disagreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I feel that there it was in the movie way more Norse. Hmm. It wasn't just a bunch of crazy metalheads wanting to be fucking edgy, stupid ass metalheads, like in the book. Yeah. That's that's basically what they were. Um, but no, I think the the main difference, like tonally, if we want to go that way, is that I think you hit it spot on in the movie where it's like kind of just like these four regular dudes are thrown into this mm-hmm. impossible situation. Not only are they lost in the woods, but now you have this the the daughter of loki running around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sacri- eating people and ripping them apart putting with, them in trees putting them in yeah where i think in the the book gave me more of a um a feral just like culty vibe luke was the one that reverted back to being a fucking caveman oh yeah and I mean, was like <laughs> and was able to take his anger and his angst because his life wasn't 
what he thought it would be. Because mm-hmm. and, and that was another cool thing about like the characters is that Luke is still single, still getting drunk at the bar every weekend, works in a record store. Yeah. And, but he's jealous of his friends because they, quote unquote, have their shit together. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then later on in the book, you find out that, no, they were all jealous of him. And mm-hmm. then they resented him because he seemingly threw it in their face. Yeah. And I'm like, what? See, it's like it's like one of those things like nobody's ever happy. Yeah. The grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you don't see what kind of manure is put into that ground to make that grass green. Yeah. You know, you, you got to eat a shit sandwich. Sang- sandwich. 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 Um, but I think that was one of my favorite hmm. um, things about it. But also that Luke being the fuck up, being the 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 single guy was the one that was able to. He hadn't given up on life because mm-hmm. I feel the fact that they kept on making reference to all the other guys except for hutch letting themselves go yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. like basically like my life's over like i'll raise my kids and then i'll die then that's it and i think that's why they weren't one because they weren't in physical good enough physical shape right Right. and two i think they had already kind of again quote unquote given up on life Mm -hmm. and that's why luke was able to tap into i mean he already had the rage like he had said that Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what like Luke was able to tap into that other side, that more feral side of being a human. Yeah. And um, was ultimately the <laughs> the reason why he was able to walk <laughs> out of the woods naked and covered in blood, literally naked and covered in blood. Because with he, a flower crown. Yes, because I don't <laughs> think he took the flower crown off. Nope. I, nope. But I he did take the dress off. Yes. And that was like. Is this midsummer? Like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, cults are weird. Culties. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I got more out of the book as well is more of a culty vibe. But you know, okay, so I see I see what you're saying there. I'll I'll get you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but at the same time, not because they were all being called there, quote unquote. And I liked that, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they all were like, well, we answered the calling, and this lady was just out here chilling apparently but see to me it wasn't answering the calling it was just a bunch of metalheads wanting or i shouldn't even say metal like death black metalheads crazy people um, yeah and they were already homicidal like they were mm-hmm. already nuts um i think they're just trying to be edgy which is one of the reasons and i'm going to shit on cannibal corpse here cuz i don't think cannibal ever was like, oh they're so hardcore i'm like they're probably not dude they're just like evil for the sake of like selling records like i don't I think i don't know if those individual human beings would do anything terrible no yeah exactly i, I don't think so right. either yeah. and 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 one i don't like their music and two i don't like their lyrics mm-hmm. like musically i don't think they even sound good mm-hmm. but also like to each his own whatever dude <laughs> but um but yeah they're yeah, not like, blood frenzy i think i would honestly say that marilyn manson is probably more absolutely but also, like, Marilyn Manson's, like, a free thinker. Like, mm-hmm. that dude isn't, like, just, like, he's, like, I'm an atheist. So there's, there is no heaven. There is no hell. There's no and devil. Just, there's no God. Yeah, I'm just going to go along my own life and do what I think is cool. And if you don't like it, well, then. Boo on you. Boo bye. on you. You don't yeah. have to buy my records. You don't have to go to a concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're going to destroy my records, thanks for buying them. Exactly. Um, yeah, I definitely got more of a culty vibe. But, and, and to to kind of maybe argue a little bit in the sake of like the cold aspect and being called in is I think Loki one of the blood fury frenzy fanatics that Mm -hmm. are out in the woods he says like 
nobody comes here. Like nobody, you can barely find this place if you know where it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of like one of those things that it shows itself to the people that it wants to. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying kind of answers the call kind of. Yeah. Um, because he even says to Luke, like you wouldn't have found this place if it didn't want you to find this place. It's true. So, but also I think it's more, I think that they, they were, you know what we didn't do? We didn't go through a synopsis. <laughs> we didn't go through a synopsis. Mm-hmm. So let's go through a synopsis real quick. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. We just so, went right into yeah, it. Yeah. So in the book, um, four friends go out and have a holiday to mm-hmm. rekindle like their, their friendship. In Sweden. And, in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they end up, um, one of them gets hurt. He hurts his knee. And um, he's, if they go around this, hundred acre wood <laughs> um then it's gonna take it's gonna take like twice as long because he's not moving fast yeah but it's still on a trail mm-hmm. so hutch is like mm, let's cut through this forest right here on the map and i could see it like we're on this ridge if we cut through that little sliver of forest like we'll probably be in town by tomorrow right right right, right. type thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like so he had a very good well thought out plan mm-hmm. uh but also never go off on a trail Mm. Mm. especially in countries that that you are not familiar with yep 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 especially in those countries have like viking blood like (laughs) running through their veins uh so they they cut through this forest and then um they immediately see a deer like just totally eviscerated and hung up in a tree and then they're like all city folk and they're like oh fucking the animals do that animals definitely and hutch trying to keep everybody calm is like yeah bears can do that you know they hide it from other predators Predators, so Mm -hmm. it's all fine we're all good well they're walking through the forest um picking up the field mice and bopping them on the head uh but they end up getting lost and so everybody's now starting to get on edge and this is when all the personal feelings from the friends start to come out right and uh and luke actually ends up beating the shit out of uh dom Dom Mm -hmm. beats the shit out of him which i kind of wish he had done in the movie as much as he did in the book yeah uh, I was going to say, I think he punches him. He just punches him once, but in the book, he beats the crap out of him. Which <laughs> um, is like, whoa, whoa, buddy. But also, Dom, that's his character. Like, he is always the one that's bitching and talking shit to everybody. That's just who he is. Yeah. Um, and then I can only imagine it would get 10 times worse when you're in a life or death situation. That's Hungry, the, yeah. cold, uncomfortable. Um, so they're they're going through this woods, so they end up finding a cabin. In the woods, and uh, and this cabin in the attic has this effigy that's like made out of twigs and has like, uh, from what I remember or the way I pictured it in my head, it had like a deer skull on like a twig body, and then it had actual children's hands. That seemed like it, yeah, from the way he described children's it. hands <laughs> on the side of his face. <laughs> on the side of his face. Actually, had children's hands, um, and like they all started having like nightmares, mm-hmm. and like Hutch was like praying in front of it and crying. And then now they feel they then as they're walking through the woods, they feel that they're being chased by something that they cannot see. They could only hear it mm-hmm. every now and mm-hmm. then. And then obviously they start getting picked off one by one. Luke and um, Dom end up being the last two. Um, mm-hmm. Luke has been this whole time. He's like, I can get out of this wood in a day and I can send people back to you. And then at the time, Phil and Dom are still alive and Phil's kind of just out of it. Yeah, and Dom's Phil like, out. yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil was dead way before he yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dom is like, no, oh, you're just going to try to leave us out here because you're a fucking wanker <laughs> because that's how they dog. 
because they're all British. <laughs> and uh, and no, Luke and Luke and I believe Luke when he says like, no, I wasn't. I'm going to go get help help for all of us. Mm-hmm. But also like, yes, I'm going to send somebody back. Well, it's too late. Phil ends up getting freaking killed. It's just Dom and Luke. And at this point, Luke's like, I can't just leave you now. Mm-hmm. That's that would, a death sentence. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because you're just going to get eaten by whatever the fuck is hunting us one by one. And uh, so he's like literally carrying his pack and uh, Dom's pack. And Dom is like leaning on him because uh, his knees all messed up. And then like the way I love the way that his abduction was, was, was portrayed in the book. We'll come back to that though. Okay. Dom goes missing. <laughs> Luke ends up finding another cabin, or did they go get him? Uh, he passes out. And then, oh yeah, that's right. And then he wakes up in yeah in this cabin. He was just like, I'm dehydrated. I'm starving. Yeah. My face is broken. Yeah, yeah. And what it ends up being is a bunch of metalheads that were called to this place uh, to 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 bring back, I think it was Ragnarok. Didn't they mm-hmm. say something about Oh, yeah, about they, Ragnarok? they love Ragnarok. Yeah. That is their jam. And um, these are black metalheads. Uh, they're just like, oh, Loki's going to take over the Christian gods. Y'all are fucked. Um, and then they're there with like this little old Viking lady mm-hmm. who has goat legs. Yeah. That you find out later. Like, you don't find that out right away. Mm-hmm. You find that out later. Um, and then, so she's basically... Th- from what Luke could perceive, they kind of just like hijacked her and they're like, hey, you're going to bring, call Loki to us. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of doing it against her will. Or yeah. no, not call Loki to us. Modor? Modor. Yeah. I think that was the her name. Modder. Or Modder. Um, so Luke gets free. Uh, he ends up killing them all, all of them. And then there's an ep- epic uh, car chase with Modor and... Uh, Luke. And Luke. And then he escapes, naked mm-hmm. and covered in blood with a crown of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the book. So that's the book. Um, it's way better than what I just described to you. <laughs> uh, but I will say, um, so back to the way Dom was abducted. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Luke is like in and out of like consciousness as he's walking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I heard a rustling behind me, but like. At this point, like Luke is like hallucinating. He's seeing like Phil and Hutch yeah. with him. And so he's like, oh, no, everybody's still here. And in, I'm just thinking like in my head, like Dom literally like just laying on him, you know, as they're walking together mm-hmm. and then just like, yoink, yoink, right off of. And again, because it's been like five days lost in freaking woods. Minimal That's why food. I wore my Blair Witch Project shirt, by the way. Awesome. I just got off work, so I didn't get to change into <laughs> cool Halloween clothing. Um, but no, I just thought that the way this is written. It's so eerie. Yeah. Like, and, and the movie was eerie enough, especially just like the being lost in the woods mm-hmm. part. I'm, I'm a sucker for that shit. Um, but the way that this was written was eerie to the core. Like, he gives you enough information to have an image in your mind, but you don't know what's out there you know as much as the characters do exactly this is not a uh, first person omniscient <laughs> there you go look at there me. it is look at me with my literature, literature terms i don't have a literature degree. uh yeah <laughs> so he the way he writes this is beautiful uh beautiful um i do love adam neville and the way he wrote this book uh what what book are you listening to of his now or reading the redness something like that let me see uh, bum, bum, bum. Redness. 
brighter. Two hours later. The reddening. The reddening. See, I was going to, but I gave in. And right now I am in the middle of the stand. Mm, and okay. um, pandemonium vibes. Ooh. Pandemonium. Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. But rather than just having like a, well, I guess it is kind of just like a severe flu. But like people with COVID didn't have uh, boogers just hanging out of their face and coughing fits and oh well, i guess coughing fits yeah yeah there's coughing fits there but um but yeah no it's it's super good it's super good um i will say anybody that wants to pick up the stand we will get back to the ritual yes but it's <laughs> let me have my derailing every now and then damn it it is a slow start and not slow as in bad but he is setting up there's so much character development because there's like six main characters Woof. that don't know each other so they're like they don't start the story together mm-hmm so it is a slow burn at the beginning. Uh, it's still really good writing, uh, even though I've talked so much shit about Stephen King in the past. Um, this one is like, I'm like, oof, 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 oof. this is oof, good. Oof, oof, oof. Um, but anyway. Yeah, so one thing that I really liked about the book is Luke's reliance on his Swiss Army knife that he picked up on a whim and it saved his life. Well, and it saved Dom. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for a little bit. I mean, he stabbed the fucking, but okay. So yes. So no, I. And the fact that they're in Switzerland and it's a Swiss army knife. The fact that, so I'm thinking in my head, a Swiss, a little tiny Swiss army knife. Yeah. Uh, Like not, not a badass Rambo knife, a little tiny Swiss army knife. mm -hmm. But, um, so like I said, like he ended up saving Dom because he stabbed Modor in the face Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. it was trying to abduct Dom at one point, making it flee. Um, but then also, I think it gave him, like, that was his Excalibur. Like, if we're going to go into, like, the culty, like, fantasy, like, he's fighting a Norse god. Yeah. This is his weapon of choice. <laughs> well, maybe not weapon of choice. But this is his weapon. Yeah. And I think it gave him confidence. It gave him, because there, there's a point where I think it's after Hutch is taken, he just grabs the knife and walks into the woods and just starts screaming. Mm-hmm. Like, waiting for it, to like, challenging it. Yeah, come, come and get me, me. Basically, just think of, like, not as cool, but like Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Predator, when he just like he's got the torch and he's standing on that log and he just like screams his badass fucking Austrian fucking scream. <laughs> his Austrian battle cry. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude, that's that's and again when I go back to the feral and like primal um aspect of this book, like that's where I was like, Oh, you're filling it. You're not gonna die. At this point, and even if you do, fuck it. Who cares if you die? Yeah. Like, you're going out like a freaking champ, bro. Well, yeah. And that's what he says as well is he was like, nobody cares if I die. Yeah. My boss will call. And if I don't answer, he does. He's just going to hire somebody else. Yep. My roommate's like, oh, fuck. Now I have to take care of this dog. That's all he says. Yeah. Until the rent comes due. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, nobody would. I mean, he just started like dating a chick. Yeah. Nobody would have nobody given a would, shit. Nobody would have. It would have been like, cause that's what they were starting to say. Like, well, if we're gone for long enough, who's going to come looking? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I think it's even Hutch. It's like, yeah, but we're supposed to be on this trail over here. Yeah. We are not where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even actually, it might not have been Hutch because that doesn't seem like a Hutch thing to say. Because Hutch was like trying to keep everybody. And he did a relatively good job until Luke beat the crap out of Dom. I was going to say, it might have been Luke that actually said that because Luke was just like, well, we're not where we're supposed to be because Dom's fucking knees fucked up. And yeah. it seems like something that he would blame on Dom because it ultimately well you're too fat to walk around because that's the one of the things like you didn't and that was one of the things too that i thought that was the good 
like dichotomy with with the friends was um Luke's in good shape still. Like he, you know, he's a single dude, so he's like going to the gym or like running and whatnot. He's a smoker, but he's in good shape. Yeah. Um Hutch, like he owns like a sporting goods shop or mm-hmm. a bike shop or something like that. So he's obviously active. Uh, yeah, active. But the other two, because they have children and they're married, that's what and that's what they say. Like, dude, you knew for like months that we were gonna go on this trip. Why didn't you freaking get in shape? And they're like, I've got two kids and a job, dude. Like what at what time am I supposed to get into shape? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you little, fucking cunt. Little That's bitches. What, little bitches. Little bitches. But no, I I thought um like every time you started to hate Dom, mm-hmm. the author gave you a reason like no, there's a reason. Yeah. He's the way he is. And I'm not saying like being a bitchy little oh, I'm just going to make fun of everybody and then get mad when somebody hits me in the face. Right. Um like he's in that predicament be- there for reasons. Like mm-hmm. it's not an excuse; it's a reason. And there's a big difference between the two. And no, I 100% said that because I was thinking the same thing this whole time. Like, you fat bastard! Like, what? You didn't? Why didn't you figure it out, man? Just get in shape. Just go walk around. And then when he says that, he's like, "I what? When? When do I have time to do this? I have my own business. I have children. I have a wife that Luke had sex with. Yeah. Apparently, before they were together, Luke is a complete asshole. But uh. Yeah, he definitely uh, pinned the tail on Gail. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> that was a good one. But um, but yeah, like there was no actual like antagonist until you meet the actual antagonist in this. Yeah, and even then, I mean, uh, what was his name? What were the three fucking crazy people? Well, the, and then uh, that was one of the reasons I really couldn't take him seriously because they just like chose like the like generic. Norse gods. Yeah. Like, you didn't even pick up a book and find somebody else, like, fucking... No, these are the gods of my ancestors. And I get that, but there was more gods, man. Mm -hmm. So there was Loki, Fenris, and Sulter. Surter? Surter. 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 Um, And I actually liked Loki because he was just like, you know what? Like, yeah, we're kind of fattening you up for slaughter, basically, right? Um, And Loki's the leader of the pack. Yeah. Uh, Surter is um, his, his girlfriend, who's I didn't get the until the end. I didn't get that she was chubby. Yeah, I didn't get. He just kept on talking about her boobs. <laughs> Come but. on, you fat cunt. <laughs> um, and then Fenris was just what a he, wild, crazy man. What did he say? He said something like, "I can't believe the last thing I'm going to smell is this fat cunt, <laughs> this or fat bitch's cunt, or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that." Because she like straddles his face to like, and she's naked. Yeah. By the way. Just running around. Um, to uh, tie him to a cross that they're going to hang upside down and uh, and sacrifice him to Mordor. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, again, like uh, to me, that's just cheesy bullshit. Same. And maybe that's why I didn't take them as seriously as I did the cultists in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, really? You saw this on a fucking... Record label. A, a Black Sabbath record label. Yeah. And, oh, now you're going to do it? Like... Stop being, bro. Well, and I think that's why the old lady was just like, you're a fucking, you're fucking you idiots. I'm not doing you're this. You guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, but I, I did like Loki. I think that he was legitimately trying to get him he to was understand in it for, yeah. why they were doing this. You have to die. And I'm sorry. We might have been friends in another life. Yeah. But I need to sacrifice you to bring back Ragnarok or bring about Ragnarok. Yeah. So, you know, I appreciated that about Loki. He kind of had a, yes, he was drunk. 24 7 yes um 
but he had you know he would talk to luke like a person not like a thing up for slaughter he would be just be like this is why we're doing this i need you to understand because then maybe i will feel less bad when you die um but i didn't mind him as much fenris was like what the fuck where are you i think he was like he was he was like one of those kids that he just wanted to be part of a group. Anarchy, anarchy, yeah. anarchy, anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. And just wanted to be part of a group and be accepted. And uh, no, and I think. in their really shitty band. <laughs> I, think like, I think that Loki was in it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Not, he truly believed it, I think. Yeah. I, I think he actually thought that it would be better to bring about Ragnarok. But I don't know too much about it. I know the MCU Ragnarok. <laughs> you know, I know what happens there. It actually happened. Because it was only Asgard that fell. It wasn't uh, the world of man. The world. Um, Midgard is actually what there they call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I actually think he was trying to in it for like at least religious reasons. Mm-hmm. Where Fenris and Slavonkia, what is her name? Yeah, we'll, we'll say that. Surtur. Um, I think they were just in it because they wanted to kill things. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, they just wanted blood. Yeah. Blood. Well, blood she and was, booze. She was the one that was like, Loki kept on saying, you don't have to worry about me or Fenris. She's the one that wants to skin you a lot. She would love to scalp you, my guy. That's what she would love to do. So I don't know. That part of the book, and it was a a rather large part of the book. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had heard that uh, going into the book that people had said that in the past, that it's more of that part is more of the book than it is in the movie. Yeah. 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 I thought that, you know, being lost in the woods was going to take up a majority of the book, but it was actually this preparation, quote unquote, for his sacrifice that took up took up a lot of the book. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that in the least bit. I liked it. Um, but to me, if I were to write that, it would have just been like maybe three chapters and then we're going to get to some crazy shit. And to me, what I loved, again, about the book um, is that you because you start to see like they go up. The little witch lady, she like resurrects like two children up in the attic and then like they're like scurrying about and shit. Um, And then when he's and and, and you don't know if he's just hallucinating because he's been through this traumatic experience or Mm -hmm. this is real. But he sees all of the offspring of Mordor. They're like following him out of the woods. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And like it never says definitely if they were actually there, these little white figures prancing through the forest helping him off the cross yeah yeah like what what, were we is that real are we real or (laughs) or whatnot um oh and then like okay so going back to what you had said about like how and like how the author was kind of ambiguous and i had said that um that you didn't know any more than the characters knew yeah so when he's tied up in and this is just like i just love the way that that the author did this when he's tied up like in the basement and he hears the footsteps with the heavy shoes mm-hmm. i was thinking it was one of the metalhead kids you know in big old freaking combat boots or whatnot. <laughs> yeah club kid boots and no you find out later that it's the the old lady and her with her fucking her, her hooved feet yeah dude and like when that came all i was like oh shit that was oh man, that was amazing writing. Mm-hmm. That was that was probably the best reveal to me uh, in the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah the the, the goat and the legs fact that was that, just like oh, and the fact that it was supernatural, more super. I shouldn't say more supernatural, but it was supernatural in a different way from the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. the movie, there's a lot of hallucinate or a lot of. It's not hallucinating. It's um, it's more like a dream. 
think. Yeah, but it, they're putting you in this dream yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where that's like supernatural stuff. But I think in the book, the supernatural stuff is like, no, there's actual monsters. Like she is an offspring of this monster that's mm-hmm. hunting you. And so are all these other little children running the fuck around in this woods. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, man, that's this is... This is not where I thought this was going. Right, right, right. I right. thought it was going to be more of an ambiguous type thing. Like, was there actually a monster or was it just these psycho people? Playing with a dehydrated man. Yeah, yeah. Starving. Starving. Emaciated. He also got stabbed. He had a smile on his hip. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch, ouch, ouch. This poor dude. I felt so bad. His nose is broken like six times. Yeah. Like, he probably, no nose. Like, we're talking Michael Jackson no nose. nose after this whole ordeal. Yeah, the amount of trauma that he went through, not only mentally, but physically, my God, yeah. I felt so bad yeah. for him. No, he, he he survived, but did he did he win? I yeah, think his friends won. Because yeah. their troubles are over. No, they don't have to. But then, like he said, he was like, well, who's going to tell his Who's going to tell the tale? Yeah. Who's going to tell their families what happened to them? You know? So, yeah. They're not going to believe you. I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, there's a little old lady with goat legs. Sure. Well, not anymore. He killed her. <laughs> Well, show me and, the body. Well, Where, that was, where are the receipts? No, I'm not going back in the fucking woods. <laughs> Killing, you kidding me? Um, and what I loved uh, about this, too, is that because the little old lady with the goat legs um, didn't truly believe in what the kid, the, the metalhead kids were doing, mm-hmm. let Luke go. Yeah. She's the reason why he was able to escape and get the rifle and shoot people. And, the, and, and another good thing, I think, at the end as well is that they never killed the monster. Yeah. Is that he wasn't, it wasn't like this, like, oh, he triumphed. No, he just survived. That's, that's, which is a triumph in itself. Like, I'm not saying it's not, but it's not like he lifted aloft Excalibur and <laughs> slain the beast. Like, he didn't do anything like that. He yeah. was just trying to get the fuck away. Mm-hmm. And, and he got his, he got some licks in. He oh. hit it in the side of the head with a rock. Yep. Which I always like think it's funny. I'm like, how do British people throw things? Because <laughs> they don't play baseball. No, like, they play cricket. But that's still, they don't play baseball. <laughs> in World War One, uh, we had to teach them how to throw grenades. Oh. Not that they couldn't. And again, it's not that they can't throw, but. To get the length. The we distance. were. Well, yeah. We're, I mean, in America, little for the most part, I don't want to speak for everybody, but children play baseball catch. or yeah, catch baseball. or whatever. Yeah. We use our hands for our sports. They use their feet. Mm-hmm. And. Um, and yeah, so I was thinking like, well, how much velocity was on that rock? I mean, <laughs> let's be real here. Uh, I mean, but yeah. maybe you know he could have he could have grown up playing cricket. So to go back to your little old lady with helping him until he found out that she was just using him to get rid of those little assholes, yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, "You bitch." Well, I think, <laughs> but I also don't blame even if he didn't find that out. I don't really blame him. No. Because at that point, I got a gun now. I am going to... Everyone's dead. Everybody's dead. If Everyone's you're not me, dead. or if I didn't come into this woods with you... This is for Dom. This is for Hutch. <laughs> yeah. This is for Phil. Like, I'm going to go on... Rambo ain't got shit on me. <laughs> and he, I don't know how the fuck he powered through it, man. I mean, Adam Neville definitely describes how dehydrated, how hungry, how like every time, like he, was. he was just saying, like, there was times where he would describe Luke waking up and... Just how by opening his eyes, how much it hurt his head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His fucking skull was cracked. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then uh, describing like, oh, I can't open this eye because the blood has fused it shut. And then he has to like make an effort to open that. Yeah. Eye. 
Yeah. yeah. Just like how fucked up this guy was. It was. It, yeah. I don't know. It, no, it, it was. It, it, it's. It's super. It's. It's such a good. And then also for it to it to be kind of a uh, I don't want to say an anti-Christian, but like I can see how somebody who like is ancestrally Norse mm-hmm. would resent the Christian church for coming in and spreading your religion in here. where We already had a perfectly good religion. Yep. Yep. With more booze from what I understand. And boobs. A lot of, well, a lot of boobs. Mm-hmm. Boobs. Just boobs. Boobs, booze. But like I could like then that was his biggest thing is uh, because when Luke made fun of him, he was like, you you ain't shit. Like Mm -hmm. you're just an anti-Christian fuckhead that's just going to follow some other stupid made up God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then when Loki goes into why he's like, no, because this this is not our religion. This is our religion. And this religion is real. And you can go into the whole little like, well, if your religion's real and you say your religion's real, like. Why isn't their religion real? What the fuck? Yeah. What the hell's going on? But no, I, I thought it was a, a cool, like, they still brought that in. It wasn't anti-Christian just to be evil. It was anti-Christian um, with a purpose. Yeah. Because he resented the expansion of Christianity, Christianity. to his his ancestral lands. Yeah. No, no, no. For sure. I definitely picked up on that commentary of, mm-hmm. like, the Christianity takeover of Europe and the world, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's again. Though there are why... more Muslims in the world. It is actually the largest religion in the world. Hmm. That, that, that was just a fact. That wasn't a little fun fact. Drink. Yeah, that wasn't I wasn't saying anything. No, no, no. To prove yeah, yeah. Point, yeah. But... but um that I think again, that's why I liked Loki's character mm-hmm. so much because he had a purpose. He had a very good explanation for why he was doing things. Well, this is why okay, and this is also gonna to go to and I don't remember what country this is actually from, but it's one of the Viking countries, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Troll Hunter. If you have not <laughs> yeah. seen this freaking movie, I love this damn movie. I have. This is the upteenth time I've talked about it on it's the true. podcast. It's true. But um, and really, what it is, it's just you know all the old tropes of trolls from the fairy tales, right? Mm-hmm. To do this movie. Well, the Troll Hunter is going, and yes. So, premise of that movie is uh, three college students trying to make a documentary film. Um, and I, they start doing one thing, but then they see like this, like this weird happening in the woods. And then there's, just, there's this weird old dude like doing shit. And they're like, well, we'll just follow him. <laughs> he seems to have a story. He knows things. And, um, and so they do, he ends up being this troll hunter that's hired by the government to basically be the men in black, but for trolls. Hmm. So people don't know that there's trolls cause that would be a travesty, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, he asks them at the beginning, he's like, none of you are Christian, right? Because I smell the blood of a... Well, they it, they say Englishmen, but it's actually Christian men. Mm. And they're like, no, I'm not, I, I'm not Christian. And, well, what, they get they end up getting trapped into this, like, in this cave. And, like, the trolls start waking up. And they're like, one of the guys was Christian. Oh, shit. And so they find him and they eat him, right? Yeah. And, uh, Shun and, the non-believer. <laughs> and, uh, and he even says that. And so... It's so fucking goddamn. That's a fan so footage, goddamn. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then they hire another cameraman who ends up being a camera woman, hmm. but uh, to take his place because they're going on the big, the big trek, the big trek at the end of the movie, right? And they ask her, they ask her, "Are you Christian?" And she's like, "No, I'm Muslim." And then they ask the troll hunter, "Wait, does that does count? that count?" And he's like, <laughs> "I don't know." 
we'll, we'll find, find out. out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's so freaking good. Cause again, it's that whole weird thing, dichotomy of, is it just a religious person that they can smell the blood of, or is it just Christianity yeah. and Muslims are fine. And so are Buddhists and Jews and, and Hindus. Jews, Jews are fine. But yeah, I thought that's Troll Hunter is great. Troll Hunter <laughs> is an amazing, amazing movie. It was a movie that I put on to fall asleep to and ended up staying up and watching it. Watched it all. I and I hate I hate subtitle movies. No, oh, yes. Yes, 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 you do. And Unless it's Train to Busan. Well, but there's <laughs> the movie has to be good. The yes. movie has yeah, to yeah, be yeah. good. And uh Troll Hunter's awesome. But it's, you know, but it's from the same area of the world that this book takes place in i was gonna say do you want to go from that movie to to we can go into the ritual any any final thoughts on the book that you wanted to read it discuss read it do it read it oh no and i did want to say too and i think this will transition good into us talking about the movie and i think i said it on the podcast before but um i watched an interview with the director of the movie Mm -hmm. and he only read the ritual once Mm -hmm. and from that he developed the screenplay and whatnot and what he said is like, I didn't want it to be just a, an adept or, you know, like a a page by page, page adaptation. by page adaptation of the book. I wanted this to be more of a dream of the book. Yeah. That's why I only read it once. And I put in the things that I remembered and some of the things I misremembered and didn't put it in right. Mm-hmm. So it's not, they're almost two different entities. It's like the shining and the shining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, They're two different, you have to just look at them as two different things. Though I will say the ritual movie is way closer to the ritual book than the Shinnin. The shi- the shinin. But um, but I really liked the way he said it. I was like, I wanted this to be like a recollection rec- recollection of a dream. Mm-hmm. And that is what the movie is to the book. And I was like, I'm not into that like artsy, like... <laughs> But that is actually kind of like beautiful. I'm like not here actually, for interpretations. Yeah. I'm just like, that's kind of beautiful the way he put that. Well, mm. no. And I, re- I respect the shit out of that because, you know, it's always it, just like what we just talked about, how both of us read the same book. We got very different undertones mm-hmm. from the book. And the way that he interpreted the book into the movie, thoroughly enjoyed that, thoroughly enjoyed the book, but very different undertones for so, me. And there's, there's, um, there's people out there listening that know like things about like um, the psyche and like psychologists and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Ooh, let's unpack that. Why did you get the, the relationship aspect out of the book? And Joe got the feral caveman. <laughs> <laughs> let's unpack this. <laughs> well, no, and, and I, I hashtag respect that out, yeah. of, out of the writer and director, because that makes perfect sense to me. Like if you read the book once and you were like, okay, let me write the screenplay for this. And you're just going off reading it one time. You're gonna hit the high spots, like absolutely. It, 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 and it, the fucking deer in the trees. Everybody's in the trees. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's going to be the highlight yeah. of my movie yeah. because fuck that shit. Um, but I, I, yeah, I absolutely love that he did that. Yeah. No. So that's so the book. That's the book. Um, I. How many? How how many? Uh, we don't have a rating system. How many skulls? How many empty beer cans would you give us? <laughs> Out of five. Out of five, I definitely give it a four and a half. I would definitely give this a four and a half out yeah. of five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would a uh, haunting a hill house be? Oh God, two, two maybe. Two, two maybe. empty beer cans. Frankenstein. Fuck zero. Why? See, Am I, I ever see, read to me, <laughs> I liked Frankenstein more than you did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I give it probably like three and a half. That's fair. I'll give it three and a half. Damn, it got higher than haunting a hill house. Oh, haunting a hill house was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. The mo- I don't uh, even like the movie. 
Well, there's like 12. Well, yeah, the, the, the most recent one that we watch. The show? The series? No, the movie. Okay. I was going to say, I do didn't not watch the show. shit on this. Do not shit I did on not, the series. I did not watch the series all the way through. I got to basically in the dark in the night. Because I would absolutely <laughs> love to do a Mike Flanagan episode since he's coming out with a new series. I think it's based on Edgar Allan Poe's work, one of his works. Ooh. Yeah, so, and I have the biggest boner for Mike Flanagan and his wife. My God, she's beautiful. Nice. But I would love to do a Mike Flanagan episode because all of his series are So that's what the bumper fantastic. should have been. It should have been like lesbian hard-ons and... Dude, they have a TikTok and they have a whole bucket of lesbian tears because ev- all, every single lesbian in the world is, is obsessed with, with Kate Siegel. Oh. God damn. <laughs> Jesus. They have a bucket of lesbian that's, that's <laughs> not offensive that's no <laughs> my god uh, lesbian tears because she's married to mike flanagan like good for you my guy but uh, god damn what's what's that old adage it's like oh you're a lucky man is like guy speak for i would fuck your wife yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> lesbian tears don't say that shit <laughs> say uh that but shit. yeah so i would love to do a mike flanagan episode that would be rad but this movie this movie this movie a netflix original came out in 2017 so my it took it took the world by storm in, I, in my little world. <laughs> I love it. I love the the. So do you want to go through the? So the movie is basically the book, but they're out there um, in the woods to play to pay homage to their friend who was murdered in a convenience store. Uh, but the twist with that is that Luke could have tried to help his friend mm-hmm. from getting beaten to death. Uh, yeah, we don't know if he could have saved him. Exactly. Luke might have been dead mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other friends resent him for it. Mm-hmm. Or they kind of blame him for they it. They were all out on a drunk night in London, yeah. um, going to a convenience store to purchase a bottle of booze, potentially. And the convenience store is getting knocked off, and they steal a friend's wallet and ring and beat the shit out of him. Until and he didn't want to give the ring up? Yeah. Because he had just been recently married. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that there's, there's that. And then the end bad guys are just a cult of Norse worshipers yeah. that live in the woods. There's no metal. But they're also, yeah, there's no, which again, I think it's one of those, I always say is like, this works in books. This works in comic books. This does not work for movies. No. Um, which is my big theory on why there will never be a good Fantastic Four movie. Because Mr. Fantastic, like stretching, that's just stupid. If it's not in a cartoon or in a comic book, you're never gonna take that shit seriously. Unless you unless turn he into does a spaghetti it, monster. Um, <laughs> unless they just do away with that superpower and he's just like super fucking smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's my uh, two cents. That's my two cents on the Fantastic Four. Uh, but yeah, so these four it used to be five. They all went to college together. They were all best buds. Four dudes go on a hiking trip in Sweden. And what was it? Wasn't there at the end the um, the cults? They were all like hundreds of years old. Mm-hmm. Like they were given like I don't want to say everlasting life, but they were given really long lifespans. Yeah. And Luke was called there because he was worthy. I guess so. That's, that's what that's, that's I gathered what I from the movie and is that Luke had a chance to be part of their commune. Well, he was marked. They yeah. All had oh, the mark. that's right. The mark. That's what it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. The mark. Yeah. When they again in the book they they all fall asleep in a cabin to get out of the storm, all have nightmares. In the movie, Luke wakes up with a mark on his chest. Nobody yes. else has this mark on his chest. Um, just Luke. And in the book, no marks. No marks. None marks, just nightmares. No, just just Lukes and Phils and Doms. Ah. 
so yeah, so they go out into the woods. They get lost. They are being chased by a creature. We're going to call it a creature right now. And eventually end up, uh, Hutch and Phil also pass away, end up at this encampment with Norse worshippers going to get sacrificed. Both Dom and Luke are alive at this point. It's one of the things in the book, too, I was waiting for. Yeah. Is that Dom, like, sit there, like, in the corner, like, half dead? Yeah. Like, even more than half dead because he's already half dead? Yeah. Um, Though you do, in the book, you find out that Dom was actually, he wasn't just killed in the woods. They found him and because he sees his body later, yeah. like mm-hmm. hanging up on the sacrificial pyre or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so he had made it to that point, but he was already dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Luke and, and Dom are being held for sacrifice for this, this Norse god. Um, but you get a look at this Norse god in the movie. And it is just not a great sight. I, lo- I know a lot of people shit on it. They call. It, I don't. I still don't see why it's the vagina monster. Why that is the vagina monster? The and galaxy vagina monster. The the fucking the the brain bug from Starship Troopers is way more vagina. y It's a yeasty vagina. <coughs> but um. But no, I think it like it could be just because it's so just out there. It's so weird. It's, it's just wild. a weird freaking design. It's like an elk with like a human face surrounded by bigger elk head. And like arms on the side of its mouth, and then like antlers that are also hands. Yeah, there's like a human torso on it. Yeah, it's 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 wild. There's a face in there. It's there's wild. a face in there with glowing it's eyes. In the vagina, maybe in that's the... why it's a vagina monster because the face is like in the crotch. The crotchal area. area. Uh, yeah, but it's got like three sets of human-ish arms, antlers where the human arms would be in the torso. It's a wild fucking creature. It's bonkers, and that's why I love. I think that's why I love it so much. Like, and we and we've talked about this. Like, sometimes I like when they reveal the monster, mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't, or just like give me some snippets of what it should look like or whatever. This one's just so out there. Well, it's like we when we've talked about this too. Like angels from the Bible, or oh, just God. like it's like sixty four eyes just in a circle, no, like completely you. spinning with like a hundred wings. Yeah, that's that's nuts. <laughs> That showed up to tell Mary, hey, hey, you're going to have a child. Be not afraid. Be not no, af- no. <laughs> See how that sounds, Mary? But um, <laughs> but, After Joseph sees an angel, he's like, move. Oh, fuck that. All right, all right, all right, okay, all right, okay. all right, all right. Um, but yeah, no, and just because I think the design of this was just so. Now I'm looking at it, it's like the jaw, the bottom jaw is they're like, it's like bone jaws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is fucking nuts, man. Yeah, I don't know how they created that based on the description that he read once. All of getting stoned. <laughs> I don't because I well, and I, I remember when the first time he started to describe it. This is one hundred percent not what he described. No, in the book. they just got like stoned, and not even just like smoke the freaking giggle bush. They like fucking dropped acid. They said ended Ooh. Molly. And a bunch of coke, like they just did as m- much mind-altering things, and then drank malort, and then they drank malort. Oh God! <laughs> they drank malort, and that's what they came up with. This is the malort. This this should be the the. Do you know how uh, Jaeger? You know Jaeger. It's it's the stag. <laughs> this no. is the malort. This is the. This is how this looks like malort tastes. Oh. 
a description. <laughs> so that is so anybody that has had Malort knows exactly what I'm talking about, and uh, they'll probably be like, "Yep, spot on." Spot makes on. sense. Makes sense. Unless makes they haven't sense. seen the movie, which you should fucking watch yeah, go go go. Definitely it's see the movie. Literally only an hour and thirty four minutes. Yeah, no, it's it's get in, get out, get on your way. That's yeah. giant. Um, but no, and like I said, or when we were talking about the book, um, the supernatural part of this book or of the movie. Just as supernatural as the book, but in a different way, because Luke continuously has hallucinations and illusions. And that's where I wanted to go. I think these are more illusions because they're not happening in his head. This is all like projected onto him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, of mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. fateful night when he failed to help his friend. Well, yeah, and and they all do that first night in the cabin, right? Like Mm -hmm. Hutch wakes up with pee on his pants because he was remembering something from things passed dom was like gail gail like that's his worst nightmare uh-huh. is losing his wife and phil was like why am i naked in front of this thing yeah, like really, i would well then i think phil was like i'm muslim like i'm because i think he was the only religious person yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think that's probably why it went after him the hardest mm-hmm. because he had faith in another god yeah and he showed him your god's not here. yeah and that could have been an allusion to the book where any other god that's not norse god is false yes right yeah. um but yeah, I think it was very much like you said. The superna- supernatural aspect was, let's relive your trauma. Yeah, let's break that down, right? Yeah. And we'll break you down to your biggest regret, your worst fears, you know, and and kind of going back to the military aspect, kind of like reconstruct you from there because yeah. we've already broken you down. Mm-hmm. And I think, and and this is the the cool thing that I that you see it come up in in literature and in movies and whatnot over and over and over again is especially when you're dealing with godlike beings mm-hmm. is that they underestimate the human spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he's mm-hmm. showing him um luke showing making luke relive the worst night of his life thinking it's going to break him down he's just going to give up and either be sacrificed or stay with this culty these culty um vikings in the woods yeah but what it does is it gives him the rage and it's like, I didn't stand up at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to make that same mistake twice. hundred And I think it's more of a celebration of the human spirit, if I can be so bold. <laughs> um, saying, you know, when these, these superior quote unquote beings come down and they, you know, they've subjugated humanity for millennia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you have just those few select special individuals and maybe they're not just, they're not special, but you just, you hit the wrong chord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should have brought up your third grade teacher. Well, see, and that's, that's why I thought that the movie had more of a humanity aspect to it rather than a culty mm-hmm. aspect because the cult was literally maybe 15 minutes yeah. of that movie to, in total. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of it was Luke just trying to be like, I let one of my friends die. Two of my friends are already gone. I'm not going to let him die. And then, you know, in reference to Dom. Yeah. Right. He was just like, the I'm one that do... he had the most conflict with. Yes. I'm going to do everything in my power, humanly possible, to make sure that Dom makes it back to his wife. Doesn't, ultimately. Um, but, uh, that, yeah, that's why I get more of a humanity aspect. And I could see that. I could definitely see that. It's more of a, yeah. Because and there is reconciliation in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke tries multiple times after he beats the shit out of Dom to reconcile and Dom's like, uh, you need to fuck right the fuck off. Fuck you. You see that cliff? Fuck off of it. (laughs) 
Um, but in the book or in the movie, they actually do have a reconciliation there while they're like tied up together. Mm -hmm. And Dom kind of goes out like a G. Doesn't he tell him like, I'm going to die so you can survive? 100%. Like I'm, I'm, I'm already halfway dead, dude. You're the only one that can get out of here. Yeah, but my, also, my like, leg is fucked. My face is fucked. Everything's fucked. Make these motherfuckers pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he me... even spits in the in the face of the face, quote unquote. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> he spits in the to torso of this the this vagina, vagina monster. monster. Um, oh, right there. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Yeah, it's more of a butthole. There's more of the sphincter <laughs> wrinkles around the eyeballs. It's more of a butthole than a vagina. Oh, Jesus. Also, your wife hates that I use the word vagina. She does. She gets very upset. Why can't you just say vagina? Because I say vagina. Why do I say wiener instead of dick? Because wiener's fun. Wiener. Because wieners are fun. Okay. For some people. Absolutely. You do you, boo. Um, yeah. So that, like I said, I get more of a humanity thing because of that. I want to do better for my friends. Mm -hmm. um, rather than... Fuck you, you killed my friends. Yeah. You know? <laughs> one's like more proactive, one's retroactive. Yeah, type yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah the cult is only a short part of this film. I think a majority of this film, and what I loved about this movie is most of you already know this Blair Witch Project is my favorite horror movie of all time ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and the way that they play with trees in this movie like you're he's looking at a forest oh, of trees dude. and you don't see anything until it moves and then you're like oh see i'm already getting chills i hate so that i was shit just about to um it's a lot like signs and we all know this you know, we all know the scene i'm talking about we talked about it we talked about it agnosium mm -hmm. um that you don't see it until it moves and that's the scariest part that yeah. is the yeah. scariest part it's like what, what's that that um what is that 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 old adage um don't be afraid of what you can see in the dark be afraid of what you can't see in the dark or something like that mm. and it's like that's this yes uh, okay thank you yeah thank you for that now i'm thinking <laughs> of the things hate it that are there i'm just swinging at them i don't know what's there i don't know what's there um but yeah i i think that's what i loved is the atmosphere, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're all going crazy in the woods. Never been lost in the woods, knock on wood, thank God. But I can only imagine the tricks that your eyes play on you. Like you think that you're seeing things move in the woods, but they're probably not there. But in this case, he sees a hand move off of the tree and you're just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, and, and, well, and that's, that's why one of those, it's one of those things. Like this is why our ancestors came up with these crazy ass fucking stories because the night is dark and full of freaking terrors, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be quite honest. Like yes. when when we were running around with sharpened sticks and and naked as shit, there were things out there that would that would rip you to, to pieces. Mm -hmm. And that's why mm -hmm. next next episode we're gonna actually have another monster episode, but it's gonna be about real monsters oh. ah! um, that are still alive and around today. Mm -hmm. And we'll go a little bit more into that at the end of the episode, but um. Yeah, so and you know, you you know that bears exist and they're out there, but when you Meese. when you can't see when you can't see the, the you know, like you just see a flash in the woods, you're like, Oh, what the fuck was that? Mm -hmm. And now your mind, because we have a higher brain function, starts to come up with this weird ass elk bony spine spinosaurus 
vagina butthole <laughs> but butthole face monster like and that, and that's and that's what I that the, that's why um that's why I love I think maybe that's why I like the design cuz that would probably be more something that you would come up with yeah i think that would be something because it's not just like oh i'm going to reinvent a new monster these are all elements of things that are actually exist in the world just put together so like if you see maybe not a butthole monster but we don't know the the wrinkles (laughs) around it look more sphinctery to me they look more sphinctery to me um (laughs) uh but but if you look at a lot of the monsters from like back in the day, they were just elements of different types of animals put together. They weren't supposed to look at the like Griffin and um, chimeras and they're just like different. The worst parts of every animal put together. And that's yep. a monster right there. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else you want to get out uh, about the movie? No, other than probably one of the best Netflix originals I've watched in a while. Other than Bird Box. I was going to say Bird Box. Obs. That's why I put it up there in one of... Well, I'm, there's a lot of... I'm going to say movie, not show. I'm not talking about Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about Squid Game, whatever. Well, Squid Game wasn't an original. Was it? Well, no, it's Korean. Well, no, I'm. but Netflix has studios in Korea. Oh, I thought they just bought it from they could like have. a Korean studio. Oh, okay. I thought that it I I'm I don't know why I see the Netflix and Netflix Well, I mean that's what I that's what I thought. I think I thought they just I thought uh, this uh, there's no basis in We fact don't or, know. or fiction. But um but no, I thought that they had just be like this is a badass movie. Let's put our let's buy it and put our brand on our it. Our name on it. Yeah. We'll distribute it to the United States with mm-hmm. you. And then we're going to give you a bunch of money to make a second season. It's probably going to suck. It's probably going to be terrible. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not, but God. Oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not hoping for it to flop. I'm just, it's probably going to. Yeah. It's probably going to. So uh, but yeah, watch it. Watch yeah. it. Because if you're into, and this movie, what I wanted to say is one movie that my wife will not watch unless like it is daytime. And then we watch a Disney movie afterwards. She is terrified <laughs> of this movie, and I think it's because she's very uh, she's very wary of cults and um, you know kind of old mythology. Mm-hmm. But this movie terrifies the shit out of her. So I don't think it's that scary, but you might. And if you're into that, watch it. Well, I haven't seen a movie that actually scared me, and I don't know other than like jump scares. Also, yeah. go see the Nun. Nun Two is pretty good. The Nun Juring. Nun, Nun Two is pretty good. A lot of jump scares. A lot of jump scares, but not cheap jump scares. They're pretty good. Well written jump scares. There you go. There they put a lot of a lot of thought in the jump scares. Good. Um. So, so last question. Hmm. Which one is better? I see, and this is what I'm struggling with, is because if I would have read the book before I saw the movie, would the book be my favorite? Mm-hmm. But the movie is ultimately my favorite because it was my introduction into this world. Yeah. yeah. Um. You're also I, wrong. <laughs> I did like no, the no, no, humanity no, no, no. aspect of it. You're wrong. Because dead is better. Uh, But yeah, I did like the humanity aspect of it. I loved that they gave us that blatant reasoning for hating each other Mm -hmm. and why Luke was the odd man out. Mm -hmm. It was was very much in your face as opposed to, hey, we're jealous of you because you get to still live the bachelor life and we hate our lives right now. Um, Other than Hutch. Hutch did not. 
No, Hutch was just like, can we all just get along, you guys? Come on, guys, you guys ruined my holiday. Um, but again, if I would have read the book before I saw the movie, I probably would have liked the book better. Yeah. But personally, I think I liked the movie better. And that's a one-off thing to say because usually the book is always better than the movie. Um, I would agree with you. Yeah. I do like the book, or I do like the movie more than the book. Um, but it's by like a very slim, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very slim margin. Um, Out of most I of the books like... that we read in book club, this is probably This is my actually favorite. the best. This is yeah. the best book thus far. Oh, Jurassic Park. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah, did yeah. Jurassic Park. Um, but again, the book's better than the movie. And the movie is probably my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I will say by a slim margin, the movie over the book. However, I know this term is fucking horrible but it's like a separate but equal mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they are two mm-hmm. different entities in my mind yeah and i love them both yeah yeah i mean like this is a good read and like i said it was a pretty quick read uh listen if you listen to See, this would be a good one to go camping and read or Oof. listen to listen to out loud i don't oh, know man. if i could do just that. around a fire <laughs> i don't know if i could do that come on we'll take the rv out <laughs> we'll take the rv out let's go do some cold weather camping and we'll sit around the fire and, and listen that's, to the ritual. And that's only because of the fucking fact that we're out in the middle of nowhere. Let's do it. I think it's Let's freaking do it. But yeah, watch it, listen to it, do all of the above. Yes, yes. And you know what you should also do? You should listen to our podcast next week. Do it. Uh, where we will continue our spooky season. We're going to take a little bit of a, a, little bit of a detour mm-hmm. in this spooky season. We're going to talk about real life monsters. Um, and I'm not talking about like Ed Gein and like those monsters because we can... Richard Ramirez. There are so many podcasts already out about uh, those assholes. <laughs> um, now we're going to talk about those real life monsters that are still exist that that still exist today. Those monsters that their ancestors ate the shit out of our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk no about uh, animal attacks mm-hmm. and not to be. I kind of want to talk about animal attacks that are like the people survived. Oh, I mean, if yeah. you want to do people who dead died, that's, who dead. That, that, that's fine. But um, but yeah, just to, to kind of bring into a little bit of perspective, like we tried our our world has become so mundane or we've made it so mundane. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shit, we took, again, those monsters that ate our ancestors and we've put them in zoos. Yep. And now we look at that and now they are spokespeople or the spokes animals for coca-cola during <laughs> during christmas time what is it if it's brown lay down if it's black fight back if it's white you're dead well, if you're if it's brown you're dead if it's black you're dead <laughs> bears if it's white you're dead bear, and that's what i if you don't that's pretty much what i'm gonna focus on is bear attacks bears are ne- i'm gonna pet that dog can i pet that dog i'll pet that dog um no bears are mm, bears are nuts Bonkers. though though black bears are usually the most tame mm-hmm. um who was it um mr rogan Ooh. put it down like this where a black bear is like a german shepherd a brown bear or a grizzly kodiak whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. that's like a wolf oh. so like a german shepherd can still kill you easy but also like maybe not whereas Don't a wolf will like 100 percent just kill you mm-hmm. just kill you because that's what wolves do they're not dogs yeah, I'm probably gonna focus more on sea attacks. Sea attacks, there are oh, so dude, many sharks monsters in the sea, dude. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about the sea, like that's literally another world. Like, you uh, want to talk about going to an alien planet? That's an alien planet. I hate it. Um, I cool. Hate it. So Sal's gonna be talking that, about the kraken. The fact that we are still unearthing creatures 
in the ocean. The Dumbo octopus. Oof. The fucking strawberry octopus. Strawberry starfish octopus thing. That Chocolate they just starfish. In Antarctica. Or... Chocolate starfish monster. Oh my God. That's what it's called. I hate it. I hate it so much. Anyway. So that's, that's what we're going to be talking about. Week. Yes, we're going to be talking about those real life. Uh, ooh. Also, that Idris Elba movie. I think it's on Hulu with the lions. Dude, you need to watch No One Can Save You. I no, you I think that. that's going to be the horror movie for tonight. Oh, we're also doing the uh, 31 Days of Halloween. Halloween. Last night, we watched um, <laughs> Blood and Honey. <laughs> it was the greatest cinematic <laughs> It was a time. It was there. It we was watched a time. It. We watched it. And we talked it the whole time. It was, wasn't bad. It was better than Corpse Bride. I've seen a lot better movies, and I've also seen a lot worse movies. That's exactly. So, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you had a slasher. <laughs> if you've seen anything on on slasher, then... Shudder. Shudder, not slasher. Yeah, Shudder. There's a lot of real bad movies on Shudder. So we're rambling. And Ramble. if you've made it to the rambling part of the episode... You know what time it is. It's time to thank you. Whether you've been an A1 since day one or you're a first time listener, we'd like to thank you for spending just a little bit of your day, a little bit of your week, a little bit of your life with us. But a very special thank you to our Patreons, Motor City Team T, Miss M, Professor of Muggle Studies, Machine Gun Polly, our Phoenix fam, Alice in Motherland, Jazz Bizzle, and Shell Dizzle. Thank you all for being awesome producers. This is the most humble show. Thanks, guys. And if you'd like to be a producer, like this awesome folks that just mentioned, go to patreon.com slash much ado about nerding. You just go to patreon.com and search much ado about nerding. And if you'd like a free shirt, or if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, hit us up on Instagram, Much Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. We also have an email address, nerdnation2020 at gmail.com. We have a Redbubble page if you'd like to pay for merch that we don't see any money from. Yeah, that doesn't help us at all. Uh, go to redbubble.com, search Nerdy on Shop with capital N, capital O, capital S. And we have a TikTok where Joe... You could send him things. Send me things. Send him I like things. laughing well, whilst I'm getting ready in the morning. There it is. And uh, oh. Yeah, you got to go to TikTok and search Nerd Nation 505 or Much Ado About Nerding Podcast. Go for it, Joe. And on behalf of Player 2, this is Player 1 saying stay safe. Stay safe. And stay nerdy. Nerdy on, Sal. Nerdy on, Joe. And nerdy on, Nerd Nation. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerding. Thanks for listening, guys. Whole ass. Truth. 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 It happened. Truth. It did happen. So you're gonna be gone next week or the week after? The week after. Okay. 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 Bam-a-lam. Wham-a-lam. Am-a-lam. 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 All right, we ready? You can do it. Sheesh and you Just dive into it. Sure. Like a cold pool. Just jump in. <sighs> Bro, I've been watching that stupid show where celebrities mm. do like special forces training. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Des Bryant. Well, he's on the new season. Yeah. And it com- the new episode comes out today. But I was watching the first season and they had John and Kate plus eight. Kate, whatever her last name is, was mm-hmm. doing it, and she was at the first challenge because they had to do like a dead drop from a helicopter. 
and she was like i'm afraid of heights and water i can't do it and then she did it she hit her neck in such a way that she like fucked herself up oh like, really yeah legit like she like fell not right like the way you were supposed to and then some other dude he was a competitive olympic skier he just got out and i think he only had two days left of like training quote unquote and it was um he went into anaphylactic shock almost yeah i don't know these dudes it, it's fucking crazy it's a really interesting show because you just see all these people from like certain backgrounds and they're like i just want to see what the military life was like i feel like i could do it and they're eating fucking nothing basically all day every day and they're out in the jordan desert like in 105 degree heat and some other dude was severely dehydrated so they had to pull him yeah it's really funny see and that's not the military because in the military you have these guys called docs and they come around and they <laughs> bug you every 15 minutes to make sure that you drink and they watch you drink water yeah this isn't a recruit thing this happens in the fleet marine force where you're like you're an actual like no shit freaking marine like you're an adult and they still make you like well, which but, will... but it also makes sense because legit because dehydration will kill you or at least put you out of the fight like fucking super quick yeah and the guy who left because of dehydration he was a celebrity doctor like he was a doctor to celebrities and i was like you should know better than anybody my guy to drink water but then of course like the the trainers there's two guys that were in like the special uh the english special forces i don't know what it's SAS? called sas yeah and then there's a marine and a navy seal so he's probably part the marines either he's either force recon which means they went cheap or they actually went to uh, – and not that I'm talking shit about Force Recon Marines. Like, awesome. But, like, um, Marine Corps actually has special force. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was Force Recon. It might have been the other one because yeah. he was talking about, like, he was like, do you know why they call us jarheads? Because they unscrew an, our head. It's an empty vessel. <laughs> That's why. And the haircut. So the cast of this season is Hannah Brown. She was on The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Carly Lloyd, who was a Olympic – Women's soccer player won two mm -hmm. Olympic golds. Um, Dwight Howard, NBA player. Yeah. Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola? Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Uh, Gus Kenworthy, who is a uh, skier. Mike Piazza. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. He made it pretty far. I was really proud of that old man. And man. this is in the first one? Yeah, this is the, the first, first season. Um, Fun fact, but a little... Oh, drink. Oh, drink. I just said it. Uh, Auntie Die had a huge crush on Mike Piazza. Mm. But he was like, when he was like the home run king and like mm -hmm. he was doing really good. Yeah. And I could I could actually see it like the jawline, the mustache. I mean, even as an older man, I was like, oh yeah. Good looking I dude. mean, I could definitely tell you were a professional baseball player. Yeah, let me just say big that. Old, big old butt and big old forearms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also um, steroid era. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Mitchell, who was from Seventh Heaven, she was the main girl in Seventh mm -hmm. Heaven. Uh, Mel B, Spice Girl. Oh wow. Yeah, dude. Nasty Liukin, who is my favorite Olympic gymnast gymnast of all time. Jamie Lynn Spears. Wow. Uh, Montel Jordan. Mont oh, <laughs> Montel Jordan, not a Marine. No. No, 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 no. no. He's not. I'm thinking of Shaggy. And Shaggy. Then, Shaggy. And then there was a few other guys that, like, I didn't really know. But, yeah, I was like, holy fuck, Danny Amendola. He fucking, he crushed it. I'm just gonna Well, say. he's a little dude. Mm-hmm. And that was like his whole thing is he was just like, oh, I feel like I have to prove myself because I've had to prove myself my entire career. Yeah. I've always been overlooked because I'm so small. And then... You started catching passes from Tom Brady, and you're like, "Oh, look at this guy! Look at that guy! He's so good!" But it was—it's—it's <laughs> it's a really fun show to watch, especially if it's just like bullshit in the background. Yeah. Like, 
they'll like go off on like why well, I'm here and like Jamie Lynn Spears is like I miss my family I miss my babies blah 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 and um during all that bullshit I was like I don't give a fuck but like let me watch you do these challenges because it's really well, why are you what, what happened to Jamie Lynn that's beyond the scope of this because I actually don't <laughs> give a shit I really don't like it sucks for her like I understand that these are actual people they're not just celebrities but also like I'm really well, this season, I don't give a shit. Like, most of the people on this season, I'm like, I don't even know who you are. You're an influencer? Who the fuck are you? I don't know. That's why I really hope Des Bryant does a good showing. I, I do, really, too. And I want him to throw up the X every time he does a challenge. <laughs> throw up the X. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That guy's cocky, and those guys take zero cockiness bullshit, because that skier was, like, fucking, like, calling their staff sergeants or whatever the fuck they are. I don't know what they are, but he was he was like calling them dude and man and they were like do not dude me and like go run around do push-ups do give me 20 so they, they actually do so they there is a little bit of that side of the military oh absolutely they all have to have like armbands with their number on it and that's how they're identified they don't call them by their names or anything it's just mm-hmm. number eight or whatever and uh mike piazza forgot his armband when he came out to <laughs> on the parade deck and he had to watch there's always one right paul there's always <laughs> one and so he had to watch everybody take the punishment for him for getting his armband. And he felt like such, he was like, I'm just old and I'm forgetful. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. I was just that's like, oh. but no, they don't, they don't go easy on that's them at awesome. all. They that's, make them feel cool. like absolute garbage, especially if they fail a challenge. You're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, also speaking of, um, speaking of military life and stuff like that. So I think for the Marine Corps birthday slash Veterans Day episode, mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy MREs. Okay. And we're going to eat them. Nah, I'm, I'm down. Are you going to go to Kaufman's? <laughs> probably Kaufman's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where else. I don't either. Well, I, well, well you could probably like order them on Amazon. Yeah. Well, I was going to say Costco has those like. No, no, no. I want the. Meals that uh, last up to like 40 years. No, I want shit. I want the actual ones so you don't shit for a week. Are you gonna? I, I I watch this guy on YouTube and he goes camping and sometimes he'll like people will send him MRE, mm-hmm. MREs and he was like, okay, well these were the worst ones that you guys thought like tasted the worst or like whatever and so he ate those and he's like, I'm not gonna finish this. I can't. I'm gonna throw up. No MRE. Okay, actually no, 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 no. Uh, vegetable magnacotti was probably the worst. Ugh, Veg- yeah, terrible. it was the one vegetarian meal they had. <laughs> I we, yeah, those ones were all you always like at the end of a deployment or like a, a field exercise, you would um you'd end up with like two cases worth of those because mm-hmm. you, you know there's there's, there's like 12 that come in a box and nobody ate vegetable magnacotti. And uh and I think the only thing good out of it I think it might have came with um jalapeno cheese. Which is if you get the jalapeno cheese. <laughs> no, but that's what I want. Kind of want to do with that episode is uh, is we'll we'll eat MREs, but I'll teach you how to prepare them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this is from three deployments and countless hours sitting in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the, I'll teach you how to make an. Actual... Well, I've wanted to do that since my drunk kitchen. Since, yeah, since she did that, and she was like, "Oh, and okay. yeah, maybe we'll even do it. Put it like we'll video it and mm-hmm. put it on." On, on the YouTubes. I say that all the time. Video we, it. We never put anything on the YouTubes. No. Beef stew came with peanut butter and not yeah. cheese. So if you can trade the peanut butter, and the peanut butter out of an MRE is really good. It's a lot, got a lot of sugar in it. Oh, okay. Um, but if you could trade your peanut butter for jalapeno um, uh, cheese spread, mm-hmm. you put some Tabasco in there. Tabasco in your cheese spread or your peanut butter? Well, you mix it all up. And okay. you get you get the vegetable crackers. And I like the vegetable crackers. And you just crush those in and you put it in there. 
You, you cut the bag in half, the bag mm-hmm. that it comes in, you cut that in half to make a bowl. That was like the biggest <laughs> thing. The biggest thing. When I saw one of uh, one of my senior Marines do that, I was like, oh, we can do that. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that, is that allowed? That we makes that so too? much sense. Uh, the best cold MRE was probably Chili Mac because it comes, it, like, because everything comes in a little pouch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a Capri Sun pouch, basically. And if you don't heat it up, it never turns into like, Mac and, or um, chili mac, right? So if it's you, just a gelatinous. Square. It, yeah, it's just like a gelatinous square that you could just eat on on the go. Ugh. That's the best. That's the best one to not. If you're gonna, if you don't have time to heat heat up your MRE, mm-hmm. but yeah, and then we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll burn ourselves with the stupid little heaters that they put in there. Down. So yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Down, for, down, down. For our Veterans Day slash Marine Corps birthday. All about episode. it. That, that'll be next month. November. Uh, all right, ready? Yeah.